Okay, I am here with Jason. Uh-huh. Let me actually introduce this first. <laughs> I'm the worst. Okay, so this is Creative Castaways Podcast, a place where creatives can come together and just talk, um, just a safe space. We all come together. I'm here with Jason. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Happy to be here. Um, first podcast I've ever been a part of, so this excited. is this is still new to me too. So I'm just figuring it out, going with the flow. Um, I haven't seen you in a while. When's the last time I saw you? Was um, probably um, an illegal house party there. Illegal <laughs> COVID uh, times. Uh, probably illegal host, uh, little host hot. But yeah, yeah. One probably one of those maybe a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah. So what? I've seen you maybe three or four times. The first time I met you. I honestly didn't even know you were friends with or cousins with Sheldon. Um, Sheldon being another artist too, who's a rapper. Um, the first time was actually the Christmas party that you hosted. Tell me a little bit about your Christmas party. Um, so that was the second Christmas party. We do an ugly Christmas um, sweater party. This year we never got to do it because of COVID, sadly. Or True. last year we never got to do it because of COVID, but yeah. um, it, it was, Really, I, every year I put out a ugly Christmas sweater, mm-hmm. and we throw a little event to kind of like just end the year and yeah. show appreciation to people who show support throughout the year. So you know, that was a dope Christmas. Did you have party. fun? Did you have fun? Yeah, so I was the first one in, and the last—I think it was the last one out. No, you weren't the last no? one. Somebody was locked in the bathroom vomiting. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. I can't, I'm not gonna say no names, but somebody was having oh, the time no. life in the bathroom. I had to, I had to go in there and. But that was a know. dope venue. I liked it because I didn't even know it was an art gallery, so I go in and I see art posted up too Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay you're supporting artists so I obviously appreciate that because I'm one and then two you have your your clothing stuff obviously like at this point like I feel like my clothing is kind of like art so it only makes sense to be put it together yeah I appreciate that Um, and then got a whole DJ you had uh, um, at Be Easy DJ Skits at performance yeah. like we were trying to do it bigger this it year it was a whole thing it was we're trying so to like dope. bring it to a you know bring it to a level where it's a nice annual event that happens yearly that you know nice little vibe yeah and then after that um, we chatted back and forth and we did a pop-up restaurant that I did with Alex where delicious. we invited you guys out and you actually donated one of your awesome fashion pieces which cool. is yeah I think uh, what was the Raptor bag the Raptor the bag Banner Night yeah, yeah Banner Night bag that was, that was dope that was dope uh, one of my favorite pieces ever I wear that every day Really? Uh, every day. Really? Why is that? As you can see, you know, Raptors are still the champions in my heart. Even though we're not doing so well this year, we're still the champions, you know? So, <laughs> I'm sad. They took out Powell. It like, is what it so is. Cheap. Yo, Powell's my guy. Um, he is. And he, um, he's 24. That's my number. When that's I, your number? When I played ball, that was my number. And you my played birthday. basketball? Yeah. Were you good? <laughs> what? Oh, you got to ask I was all right. I was all right. I'm so okay. That means no. Um, when somebody says they're all right, Okay, when I was playing, I was in Barry. So first of all, Barry. No, Barry has some ballers. No, there's some ballers in Barry. And that's how shooters. That's how I met Sheldon too. You went to school out there, right? Yeah. I will. I wish I, I was, went to school. I was. You didn't go to school. I did not go to school. So I, I barely got out of high school. But look at you now. You're doing all. I had to figure <laughs> something out. I had to figure something out. <laughs> but good for you because that just shows that you don't need an education to get this far. You have a whole venue space. You have clients that are consistently consistently coming to you. And you have thankful for that. You have celebrities now that are coming to you. So. Like, what is that like? Uh, you just gotta trust the process. The cliche is real, but um, like in the beginning, there was nobody coming. I was doing this out of a 
bedroom. Really? So, you know, just slowly but surely, um, sacrifice, 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 and put mm-hmm. in the work. Like, I know it sounds easier said than done, but for you honest, like the way I looked at it, I had a friend, um, when growing up, Alex Johnson, and he played basketball. I remember mm-hmm. going from basketball practice. He would go from basketball practice to basketball practice. So we'd finish high school basketball practice, tired as hell, and he would leave that practice and go to another practice. I'm sitting there looking at him like, I'm going home. And <laughs> so when crazy. I got into the fashion game, like I had to, I just took his mindset. I took his mindset mm-hmm. of, and coming to my studio was like going to the gym. So like days where it's freezing outside and they want to be outside or even get out of my house and blah, blah, blah. I just thought of it like him, like going from practice to practice. I even mm-hmm. ended up naming like one of my silhouettes after him. Oh yeah? Oh no. Yeah. Shout out to- uh, Shout out to shout Alex out Superman out. Johnson. You gotta take him with this. <laughs> shout out to Alex Superman Johnson. So tell me how you got into fashion. Uh, by accident. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I was a hustler. I was a guy who sold everything but drugs. So like cell phones, c- clothes, um, iPods were big back then. Um, yeah. You know, if you name anything, you name it, I had it. And I, when I got I'm in high school, even in middle, even in middle school, I was selling clothes out of my out of my house. What clothes? Like your, like your not own my stuff. own stuff. No? I was buying, I was buying clothes and and I was buying clothes, clothes wholesale and just selling it back in the neighborhood. Oh shit! And then so how fashion? How I started my own brand is I took the approach. Like I consider myself more of a business person than a, a creative until I started to make clothes, and then I was like, I'm more of a creative than I'm a business person. So where would you say like? <sighs> It's, it's, I think I'm 50, 50 at this point. Like mm. I love the business, but I'm the passion that I have for making the passion I have for making things. Like mm. I like creating things from scratch. Like that is, that's what I really like. I wouldn't even consider myself fashion guy to be honest with you. I and like creating things. Yeah, I and even, like even the floor you have now, like yeah. you put together yourself. Any two like hands? the stairs here, like if you guys could see, like the way they pull out is insane. These two hands, like I just, so anything can be made with these two hands. Like, yeah. I enjoy that, that's, I enjoy that that's process. That's a skill in itself. Um, so why did you want to be a fashion designer? You were selling clothes that okay, weren't so, even yours. So I was selling clothes that wasn't mine. My business hat came on and if you know like Loblaws or any grocery stores, yeah. they have their own products in their store. Like mm-hmm. they'll sell President's Choice, no name brand. So. I used that concept when I was selling clothes out the trunk. I was like, well, they're coming for LRG, they're coming for Rockwear, they're coming for that stuff. But if I can put my own house brand in it and sell it amongst the other brands, I'll make more profit off of those and so on mm. and so forth. And then I started to fall in love with the process of, of making the con- of making clothes. And you started this one? Uh, 16, 17. Okay. So I had a brand before fraternity called Rep. Yeah, tell, tell me about that. How did so, you come that? Yeah, so Rep, um, Rep was my, first brand started at like I said 16 um like I said it came from just basically just it was just hustling. just hustling just having like a, a a house brand in the trunk again I was hustling out of the trunk I didn't have a website it wasn't internet wasn't That's it was it. there internets were there but having online stores people didn't know like yeah, the power so I was the, of the internet I was the guy driving around and fans would be like a oh, pop the trunk the trunk and you know there's, there's outfits in there i was back to school i'd have shoes shout out to my homie mark he'd hook me up we'd go to we go we go all over the place get shoes i had the nike employee store unlock i had the felix store unlock so in the trunk you can buy a full outfit like you can buy shoes pants top hat earrings you need that's a cell phone there ain't no lie about that that's the like, thing about toronto okay i'm not from toronto like i've been here two, i don't three know years, if it's a thing about like, everyone has a plug Every 
everyone's got the shoe plug. Everyone's got the Louis plug. Like, you need the plug. You need the plugs or you can go broke. You better, you better be able to plug into a socket. So yeah, so you, the, got, you had the whole sc- back to school fit. Yeah, the back to school fit. That's crazy. Uh, when I got to high school, the business just went on crack because I was now exposed to more people. So yeah. like, I wasn't even going. Like, the cafeteria was more of my classroom than the classroom. Like, I'd sit in the cafeteria, and then I started selling dev- DVDs. So I had a portable DVD player. What, what DVDs? Like, I sold every DVD. I, I had a I had a blockbuster plug, so I can go to the blockbuster <laughs> and rent movies. Shout out to all the plugs. And then, I, then I had the, I, like I used to shout out to my boys. Skits used to borrow his laptop, his um, his computer. So I had two computers, and I'm just there burning, burning DVDs all weekend. Go back to school. The OC, like I don't know if you know about um, the OC. It was like yeah, a TV yeah, show. TV show, yeah. Shout out to the OC. That made me mad money. <laughs> just mad money. <laughs> Did you watch it? Well, I fell in love with it after. That's I said, it was making me mad money because like the box set. I think the box set was like, um, I think the box set was like. Um, uh, maybe like sixty nine ninety nine. I was selling it in school for like thirty bucks. I'm making a killing. <laughs> I'm making a killing. The OC. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh, nice. That's what Mad Seasons. Yeah, Mad Seasons. That's crazy. So you had what was it called? Rep. I had rep. Um, but again, like I wasn't considered myself as a fashion guy back then. I was just. You're I was just thinking I was a hustler. Yeah, I was just just a hustler. It and sell it. I was just a hustler and. Um, it continued to just be a hustle for me until I was about, I want to say like 25, 26. Mm. Um, I was in a couple, I was in like seven stores in the G- in Toronto. So I had the ecstasies, I was in all the ecstasies in the city, um, at ease in Scarborough Town Center. Um, that's where rep was in a couple of those. And then one day I made a custom jacket and I fell in love with making custom clothes. Like I fell in love with a, a, a new version of, cause rep was printed. Like it was just printed t-shirts, <laughs> printed sweaters. I had embroidery hats, like it was, mm-hmm. it was learning the basics. Um, one day I made um, a f- my first uh, custom jacket. And it was just for me. Like I just seen a fabric in a fabric store around one day. Um, grabbed it, made a jacket out of it. Got somebody to make a jacket out of it. And I uh, was in like, um, I don't even know. Am I getting? Am I getting ahead of myself? By no, 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 story? dude. Um, <laughs> Let's so, hear the story. Uh, one day, I was wearing the jacket. I think I was in Harry Rosen, um, and an older white lady came up to me and said, "I really like your jacket. Where did you buy it from?" I was like, oh, I, I, "I made it myself." And she like, Do you have a car? Like she was like pressing me. Like she's serious. Like she's serious. I'm looking at her. I'm like, I'm in Harry Rosen. An older white lady is asking me this. I might have something here. I might have something. And here. then out of all the places, like she's in a store where she could buy clothes, she and she's buy looking and, at you. And what made it worse is like. It's not like I was in like a Foot Locker where something would be a hundred bucks. I was in Harry Rosen where something was right? like three hundred, yeah. like minimum jacket is three hundred bucks, and that's super cheap. Yeah. So once that happened, it clicked to me. I went back to the fabric store, bought all the fabric that they had. Um, I think I was able to make about fifteen jackets. Oh shit! Put them in Get Fresh on Queen Street, sold out in two weeks, and oh, wow. and that's without a name. I didn't even have fraternity. wasn't even a thing yet. Like there was no name for And then just gone in two weeks. Gone and I was like, oh, that's I got something. I got something here. Um, so then how did you transition that into fraternity? Um, so once once I seen that, I was like, oh shit, I really got something. So mm-hmm. um, originally fraternity was going to be like um, rep blue label. Like I was just going to, I already had a following at rep. I was just going to basically try to make like a, a higher brand in rep, but it just wasn't making sense. Like the yeah. branding, it just didn't, didn't feel right so months of tinkering coming up with a name um i was i had to think of what i wanted fraternity to represent and it was like a brotherhood of fashionable gentlemen 
Mm. And then from there, the name fraternity came. And then from there, um, I was going to go with the whole Greek theme. When you think of fraternity, you think of college, you think of Greeks. Yeah, yeah. And I went on that one came for logoing and branding. I came, I went there first. And then one of my friends said like, yeah, but everybody's going to do that. So he challenged me to think deeper and Googled um, symbols for brotherhood and kept looking. And I seen like a tattoo and it was a Celtic knot. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and it, it meant like I was like ah oh, perfect and then I basically that's how the fraternity knot came from it's a Celtic uh, knot together okay, that makes sense that's, that's how because like when I think of fraternity it's like the obvious like the you said the college yeah, thing you're gonna think of the college you're gonna think of the Greek and yeah, I was just like yeah. my OG told me like he's like eh, you can do better yeah think think deeper so uh, a couple months and came up with a Celtic knot that's dope and the fact that he challenged you to get into that mindset to switch it up or else you would have been like would have bad some greek letter or something yeah <laughs> like the super corny mm-hmm. you know i don't know if it would have the same feeling so shout out to you yeah sir yeah we're shaming everyone uh, you know i gotta plug people man you gotta respect you gotta you gotta show love where love is love is given so what is it like having you said you know you came up with the logo you came, was it you that came up with the logo, I, the I made, yeah, I made logo. Um, what is it like just switching on and off the different hats oh it's hard um shout out to anyone who can do it i can't so like what i did for the first couple years is i had to teach myself how to sew teach myself how to pattern make um i kind of just disappeared and um, that, that shit ain't easy yeah just disappeared and, <laughs> and said all right i'm just gonna be creative focus on my my creative mind and didn't worry about business just mm-hmm. focused on um teaching myself to do what i want to do um be creative and a couple years of just building like silhouettes and now i'm about to take off the creative hat and put back on the business hat so now yeah. sell the silhouettes that i've created over the years and you've obviously throughout time you've built um clientele what are who are the kind of people that you so work with it's dope and shout out to all the clientele most of my clientele are the were clientele from rep so the guys oh, yeah. who were rep who were repping <laughs> no pun intended the guys who were <laughs> the guys who were um, shout out to the people that rep rep yeah the guys who were wearing rep um you know, they got older, their money's, obviously they grew up, so their jobs have been better. So they were able to now spend more money on stuff. And those are the same guys who were supporting me at, uh, now. So yeah, yeah it's amazing. You were telling me too, that um, a lot of people support these bigger companies like Nike, Adidas, and you tell your clients and you tell people that you, that want to work with your stuff, like you're getting a one of one piece. Like it's not just this Nike shirt they can get from whatever, like it's, catered to you which is something that's kind of rare that i find in the fashion fashion line or fashion brands like it's crazy because like um back in the day everything was tailored you go to like it would be normal for you to go to a tailor and get your stuff yeah yeah. um with fast fashion that has changed um i'm just trying to bring that back um so one thing i did when i was started um fraternity i still had to pay bills i still had to pay for shit mm-hmm. um i just instead of trying to go get a job and figuring it out i just kind of i used i used that time to make custom pieces for people to pay the bills but the people that were hitting me up for customs were again the friends people i've known for years so yeah. they allowed me to basically learn like they funded my learning process mm-hmm and and that's how the custom, that's how the whole custom game started because originally exactly. I wasn't planning on doing custom I was trying to put collections out and sell collections mm. um, but the customs came about just to kind of keep the lights on mm. so um, 
you said you're more of a business person. So what is fashion to you then? Because you have mostly a business mindset. Um, fashion to me is being comfortable. Like I personally, I will never sit here and tell people that I'm the fashion guy. I'm, you know, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> even before down. this, you're like, like, I will never tell you that <laughs> stuff. I don't, I don't even follow fashion people that much. Yeah. Um, fashion to me is what you make it like I don't think there is a rules to fashion you should be, can you put it together and does it look good on you mm. yeah because I've seen things that I might see on a hanger and go I'll never wear that I see somebody wear and go that's actually dope yeah so just pulling it off and it's it, confidence it's the confidence yeah, it's yeah. the confidence to pull yeah. things off and talk like yeah if you if you don't feel confident confident in it everyone in the world is going to know that yeah people can see through that so fashion to me is just being confident like figuring out what it is your style is and you know leaning into it mm. and then building a closet around what your style is and now you're actually going into women's apparel so how is that transition like from men's to women's? women i saw you put on this mannequin and i was dying women. Sorry, this one here. like i'm putting tights on mannequins and it's hard so i can only imagine what it is to put <laughs> it on, a real, on real bodies um uh, women's clothes is it is a different monster. Um, yeah. In a perfect world, you learn how to make women's clothes before you learn how to make men's clothes because mm. it's an easier transition. Yeah. Um, you're teaching yourself. So. Uh, and I wanted, like, I wanted to make men's clothes from Joe. I really just wanted to make clothes for myself, so I started with men's, and then now I'm waiting into women's. It's a different monster that you have to start understanding, like the price points, fits, and mm. so much. There's so much going on, but um, I feel like men's more structured too. Uh, like, and it's easier. Like, if I can, like. Especially if something's not fitted, like you can mess up a little bit with the fit because it's, it's baggy. Right. Yeah. With a woman's thing, if it's too tight, it ain't gonna fit. If it's, it's too gonna... loose, it's not gonna fit. <laughs> right. So it's finding, like, understanding what material you're working with or what kind of stretch it has, then making the pattern based on the stretch that that material has. Mm. So there's, there's, it's a different monster. It's a, it's a different monster. And when did you start doing the women's? Um. So. Uh, to be honest with you, the first, like, I haven't really released a woman's piece. This will be, uh, okay, a couple years ago, I made a woman's jacket. That was right. the first thing I did. Um, the Camilla Bomber named after my sister. Oh, um, then uh, I'm starting to lean more into women. So, like, this tracksuit right here is, uh, the Sage track set and named after my niece. And it's a bunch of interchangeable pieces that all match. So you have the pullover, half zip, you have the leggings, mm -hmm. there'll be a crop top um, top, a dress, a couple of different pieces that work, that work together. And obviously you're related to these people, but what inspires you to like create these pieces and name them? Um, so when I'm making, so there's two things. Um, sometimes I'll make a silhouette without a name usually what happens and then I'll find somebody like the hardest part for me at first was figuring out names for things yeah, like, like you look like Yuki yeah, yeah. literally what happens like so what will happen is I will make a silhouette and there's two things that will happen I'll either think who would wear something like this that mm. I know yeah or I'll think of somebody who's inspired me along the way and say oh pay homage let me name it after them so do you usually make the piece first and then usually, name it? Or yeah, usually, yeah, usually. Usually make the piece first and then find the name to go with it. Mm. But then there's times where I'm like, nah, this is inspired by this person. This is their swag. Like, this is what they would wear. This is what they would wear. This is what they would wear, so it just goes in. So, But for the most part, like I was thinking of what, like, what names I would do, and then I came up with the idea to just name them after people in life. That's dope. And 
Um, you also said that you weren't really a trend person. You don't really follow with trends. You kind of stay in your little bubble. So then what inspire you, inspires you to just create or just design? Um, fabric. So fabric speaks to me. So I'll go to a fabric store. Shout out to Affordable Textiles. <laughs> um, I'll go to a fabric store, see a fabric, and it talks to me. tells me what to make with it. The fabric tells me what to make with it. So is there a specific fabric that you like? Oh, uh, or what's your, what's your so favorite? right now I'm working with, so these um, tracksuits are made out of a bamboo ponte, which is a four-way stretch. And if you know anything about bamboo, um, mm-hmm. bamboo is like a amazing fiber. It, it, it keeps you warm when it's hot. It keeps you warm when it's cold and it keep, cools you down when it's, when it's hot. It's mm-hmm. comfortable, it's breathable. Um, so right now, like basically anything with bamboo in it is my like. It reminds go-to. me of like a tech fleece, but like more sophisticated. It, forget tech fleece. Tech fleece has <laughs> nothing tech on this. Dead. So I'm re- I'm branding like tech fleece is just a branded fabric yeah. that Nike developed and blah blah blah. So I'm branding um, the bamboo ponte and calling it quad fit. Mm-hmm. So four way stretch uh, quad fit. It's once you put any of this on, I guarantee it's probably the most comfortable tracksuit you'll ever put on. And uh, what other fabrics do you like? Obviously, um, you're wearing um, a different. Yeah, that's so. well, um, right now I'm just wearing a French um, French Terry tracksuit um, with some double suede accents. Um, so <laughs> I don't. You know, like, <laughs> I don't I'm here talking about fabrics, and you're just like, what the fuck is but like, so so <laughs> French Terry. Going, go, going back, going so back into journey. So like, as I was as I was learning how to to do the fashion game, um, I spent a lot of time in fabric stores. Well, I spent a lot of time at affordable textiles on Queen Street. Um, and uh, the two brothers in there taught me everything I know about fabric. Like sit down there, teach me everything I know about fabric. So it's like they were they were your teachers. They are like. they are by far the reason I'm this far mm. in this like by far. So with that being said, like they like when I design something, the fabric it's hard to sell stuff on the internet because people can't see and touch fabric. Mm-hmm. But everything I make, the fabric is best believe the fabric is more important than the design. Forget the design. The fabric is really what's the selling point. Yeah, it's true. Because you put some some material on and it doesn't work for the winter, doesn't work for the season. And you can you can have the dopest design, but like if like you can have the dopest design. I rather I rather have a simple design and let the fabric speak for for what's going on. Mm, okay. Like a simple basic silhouette, and then when you touch or feel or to see the fabric, you'd be like. Well, that's really nice. And then most of your designs too have a lot of patterns. So what makes you pick a certain pattern for your lines? Um, so with patterns, patterns, when I look at a pattern, it's like an artist looking at like a canvas. So knowing that say in the world, there was a hundred yards of that fabric ever made. Right. And that's divided. Let's say that's divided around the world. Right. Say the fabric store I go to gets 25 yards of that fabric. And I end up buying 10 yards of that fabric. Somebody buys you know, five, another person buys five, another person buys five. Yeah. Um, I might be the only one making clothes out of that fabric. Somebody could be making a chair, somebody could be making a bag, somebody could be making so much other things yeah, with this fabric, right? It can be just fucking around with it and using it as drapes. Right. So when I see fabrics like that, I think of it as real art pieces because like, if I buy that 10, 10 yards and I'm only able to make, uh, let's say 15 pieces, Right. There are 15 pieces in the world that no one else will have. Yeah. 
because that fabric's not going to be made again. Because you're taking that fabric and creating it into your own piece, yeah. custom piece. That, like, again, somebody else has that fabric, but they didn't make a shirt out of it. They made a bag out of it. So now, mm-hmm. it really, that makes that so unique that it's like, oh, I have something that no one else is in the world. And, and this time, like, with social media and all that stuff, you kind of want to have stuff that no one else has. You don't want to go to Zara or H&M and have a shirt that everybody has because now you take that picture, everybody has that shirt. Yeah. You have that off-white shirt, everybody has that off-white shirt so um when i think of like my collection pieces and when i get the patterns and so on and so forth um i'm really trying to be so unique and so out there that it's something that's on me like yo i'm the only one in the world that or i'm one of 50 or one yeah. of blah 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 that's such a small little and that yeah. so now you're really walking you're wearing walking art at that point that's so that, that reminds me of like for art from my own craft like everyone can buy a canvas but it all depends on how you use it how use you, it. what you paint what you put on it like you can get them wherever you can get the fabric wherever yeah. there's going to be different patterns whatever it's what you do with it yeah so like perfect example um my um banner night bag the raptor bag that we talked about earlier that we gave away for the are you making more like uh no so keep it limited keep it limited so <laughs> that fabric you can went to fabric store and buy it. People made masks out of it. A lot of people made face masks out of it. Mm. You go to the city, people are like, oh, did you make these face masks? I'm like, no, it's just fabric that somebody could buy. I'm probably one of the only people that made a bag out of it. Um, that material from what I know of is sold out. I bought a bunch of it. I still have more of it, but I won't make a bag again. I'll make a couple years from now, I'll make something else. Shout out Raptors, you know, championships. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, couple years from now, I will make another uh, Raptor piece out of that same material mm-hmm. and, you know, keep that nostalgia going because, you know, even yeah. if we never win another championship again, we no. got one. Some of you, some of you franchises don't got anything. We got one. <laughs> Talking so much. We got one. We got one. We got one. So, um, how would you describe your own personal style? Um, I would say I am ex-athlete so I love track suits and, and uh, athletic wear what'd you play? I was a basketball player that's why I asked you if you were good or I know you were just talking shit I, I don't know if I was talking shit I was asking you a real question I just wanted to know to be honest I was playing I played volleyball for 8 years I fucked with volleyball I love volleyball especially beach volleyball and then I was in Barry. I was debating on volleyball or basketball I played a bit of basketball and never it was whatever to me but Volleyball the volleyball team. team was lit like they had their squad already set and so i'm like you know what like i have a better chance over here tried out just the whole summer just busting my ass whatever and what, yeah what position i just made it i was a two or three is that like but the setters sure. the what? is that a setter oh no for volleyball or basketball yeah. oh for for volleyball i was there's really no position. Like you move around. Yeah, you you rotate, go around. Yeah, so there's specific yeah, positions, but you go around. So like in my of, second last year of high school, I was trying to win athlete of the year. So I played. Um, you ball played ball. everything. I, played, I didn't even win it. That's some bullshit. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I played. Um, I played um, volleyball and I was just, I enjoyed spiking the shit out of the ball and blocking people. That Trust was my, my go-to. That's wasn't the greatest bumper in this year, but I was like, yo, set me up, set me up. Right? And Everyone wants to I, do I, that. Like, I remember hitting the ball, I hit a guy's face and his nose started beating. I was like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Trust me, my dad did that to my brother. Oh my God. Yo, his nose started bleeding. It was a whole thing. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> you were talking about social media. How does social media play a part of fashion? Um, 
I think social media plays social media is like TV like social media is the new TV like mm-hmm. people don't even watch TV as much as they, they're more on social media so it's just like TV had a uh, growing up TV had a, a play in showing you what people are wearing uh, help basically a big billboard yeah. same same with social media but on crack because now everybody has their own platform and like you can follow what you want to follow instead of saying alright I'm going to watch these couple channels and whatever they spoon feed me they spoon feed me so yeah. I think social media now um helps the fact that like you can find what your niche is and follow that so if this is your style you don't have to be force fed what tv is giving you you can go and find your own your own specific, your own specific and then stay in that community and be inspired that way so what do you do in terms of your own pages um for a fraternity to kind of stay on trend and stay relevant in social media um so for the most part fraternity is not really that active because like, i haven't really launched the brand of fraternity yet which is um, crazy because yeah, it's still blowing yeah, up I haven't launched a full brand of fraternity but on my personal one in like on my story you get to see a lot of like background you get to see me making things um, you get to see the you just you really get to see the journey and story of, of my personal brand eventually when I start um um, going to um, using the fraternity brand page you'll see like let's just be a cleaner version of what I've been doing on uh, my personal one so mm-hmm. a lot of like behind the scenes because I really like the process I'm like I really and truly what I fell in love with was the process of making things so like growing up How It's Made was one of my favorite shows Discovery mm-hmm. Channel How yeah, It's Made that's a so show. like that same concept i just want to show people like the process of what really goes into making a t-shirt like people think a t-shirt be like, oh that t-shirt should be 20 bucks like no nah, like yeah but no but no like no no a lot of time that goes into it you know i so, went i went to ryerson for a year and i took fashion and that was the only course i failed which was sewing was it sewing course so hard like, like i have patience but there's a different type of patience when it comes to sewing, it, it and like you mess up a thread, you have to cut it. You start take it all, all out. out. Restart you could be all the way done, and that one little thread. That one thing will. That one thing that, will ruin everything. And we back now. We're in the. This is the moody edition because we see got. The lighting has we got the nice lighting. Demon time. This is not demon time. Demon time. This guy put the horns up. Demon. <laughs> Relax. The real demon over here. This one. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so I have a little flustered over there. It's, it's the drink and the lights, you know. Well, it's a, it's a different vibe. It's a different shout vibe. Shout out to the Raptor, you know. Shout out to the Raptor. Shadow Crown Royal. Shout out Crown Royal. Whenever you guys want to send that sponsorship my way, I'm a Crown Royal boy. Fuck Henny. Fuck all the other drinks. Crown Royal for the life. You know, what, what are you boy. calling the drink though? We got the this, little bit of. What am I calling this drink? This yeah. is the peach. Um, what am I calling this one? I'm calling this one. Man, you put me on the spot. I gotta come up with something special. Cause it's peach juice with the peach um crown royal. So it's like double peach. Double peach. <laughs> double, double, double peach. The peaches? The peaches. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're like the peaches, it, man. We're drinking the peaches. Got the pe- cheers, cheers. The exclusive peaches. Oh. Some peaches, some peaches. That's dope. Let's talk a little bit more fashion and then we'll just have some fun all right so other than fashion what are you passionate about um 
good question. This guy just stays in his box. But yeah, like good question. Like um, I'm, I think I'm a passionate person in general. So mm. whatever I find interest in, it naturally my passion just naturally shows through. Mm. Um, I would say basketball, but I feel like I've been so removed from it that I can't say it's my passion. Are you good? Not anymore. I don't even think he's running down the court. You said that to me. Yeah, but so no, okay, no, no, but it's not because I don't have the skill set. It's because oh. I don't have the endurance <laughs> to, to run up and down the court. The physical, yeah, it's the uh, like, weed smoke. Yeah, it's the weed. It's the, it's the. Yeah, I'm just, I'm old. It's not the same. It happens. We're, it happens. It happens. But. Anyone wants to challenge me, holler at me. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put a cool five on you. Put a little court in here. Yeah, we can play up to five. Oh, there is gonna be a court in here. We're gonna put a court. Yeah, yeah, there's a court in here. That's already really? planned. Yeah, there's gonna be a court. Oh shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's already been planned. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. Um, so now we're in the COVID times. Tell me how fraternity has been affected with COVID and how you've kind of came through and made um, it work. Honestly, because I've technically in quarantine before COVID, like. It didn't change. Like last year was supposed to be the first year I went on my first vacation. Like I've never been on a vacation before. Really? So last year was supposed to be the first year I went on vacation. You never went to Jamaica and then with Sheldon? I've been to places. Like I've been on planes, but they were never for vacation. It was like a funeral wedding. Mm, Like yeah. Um. So last year, 2020 was supposed to be the first year I went on a vacation resort, kick up. Um. I all made outfits for it. Um, Oh really? Yeah, yeah. But you know the world. The world was coming to an end. So what, what were you gonna do with those outfits? Um, I put them out. <laughs> oh, you saw them? Um, no, I ended up, so like, I made a bunch of swim pet, a swimwear. I did with the flowers. Yeah, I made a swimwear, and, and the swimwear was for me. And because the world was not just said, all right, let's make that a collection. So I ended up making swim um, shorts that are, I'm, my goal is to make swim shorts that you can wear on the street. And if you want to jump in a pool, you can jump in a pool. So they're more versatile. They're, yeah, they're more like streetwear that can be worn in the pool than they are swim shorts. Mm. So that's where that concept came from. So that gave me that concept. So and that's another thing going into the fabric store and them teaching you like if they didn't, those guys are important. Yeah, they're like, very they play important. A big they, part they play a big part. Like they. They're, they get stock when this when this goes public. They get stock. <laughs> Plug them too. Like since they, we're plugging they, fucking know, affordable textiles, man. Queen Street, all that. I mean, it's Queen and Augusta. If you ever need fabric, go to affordable textiles. What fabrics are you working with now? Um, my favorite fabrics, anything to do with bamboo. So uh, I love bamboo. Like these tracksuits behind us are made out of uh, a bamboo ponty, which I coined or I'm rebranding as Quad Fit. Mm-hmm. Um, most comfortable material out there. Like anything with bamboo, give me that. I want it. Just do. So tell me about some celebrities or people you've worked with. You've worked with recently. Tell me about the project you just did recently, where you, you said the deadline was like less than twenty four hours. Um, so one of my homies, um, MC Ebone. Hit me up. This is my day off. I don't take much of those. Hit me up. And he's like, yo, um, Air Max day is tomorrow. Nike needs me to do a shoot. Mm. I was like, tomorrow? No days off. I'm watching, I was watching Netflix. Like right now my show is um, uh, Superstore, I think it's called. I've seen it. That is my show right now. So I was watching that, catching up. And um, he called me, he's like, yo, um, yeah, I need this to happen. It was about like four o'clock, Fabric Store closed at about five. I was like, hop on the bike. He told me Nike was involved. I was like, oh, Nike, huh? I was mm. like, 
I can make this happen. So went downtown. Um, he sent me the picture of the shoes that they sent him. Um, they sent him the Kiss of Death Air Max Ones. I see those. Those are yeah, fire. Beautiful, beautiful shoes. I was like Nikes. So Nike, what are you saying? Like, can I get some shoes? <laughs> Anyways, collab. So yeah, he got um, those and. He hit me up, so I went downtown, found fabric to match it. Um, stayed in the studio. He needed it. He needed it the next day, and yeah, had to bang that bad boy out. But it turned out great. It turned out really good. And the photos that he got, they were photos were good. Like he was happy. Everyone's happy. It was that? It was a. Uh, it was an experience that I've never had to pull off something in that tight of a deadline. Yeah. But. They pay off and reward. I'm it sure did. It was. It did. It was amazing. a. It, it it was a good time. Just Nike, like I said, man. Send some shoes my way. <laughs> what did, what exactly did you make for him? Like in terms so of he design, got, so fabrics? Right now I am working on, so I have a collection called track sets. So most people call them track suits. I call them track sets because there's interchangeable pieces. So mm. say you have the pants, there'll be a couple of different tops that will go with those pants. Um, there'll be shorts and there's a couple of tops that will go with the shorts. So they're track sets. So he got a custom track set, custom color, um, knowing in the future if he decided to say, yo, I want shorts now, he can now have the shorts to match the top that he has. Yeah. Or he can have a different type of top to match the pants that he has. So they're just interchangeable. Interchangeable. So they all end up matching in the long run. That's dope. And um, let's talk about stuff that's relevant in the fashion industry now. Um, how do you feel about the little Nas X? We all know that he came out with those, those devil, shoes. Those devil type shoes with the blood. Um, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is what I stand on. Let's hear it. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, I think the fact, I think it's a mad creative idea. Right. The devil part is like a little off-putting for me. Why is that off-putting though? Um, you know, like, you don't, just don't play with those things. Me personally, I don't, okay, you know, I just don't, I don't, you know, I don't, why, why is that a big deal? Um, you know, like, maybe I, it's not I, religious. I personally wouldn't, like, I wouldn't say I'm the most religious person. I'm, I'd say I'm more spiritual and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. But with that being said, like, certain things you don't play with. It's like going to the bathroom and saying, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. I just wouldn't, I don't know if it's real, but I'm not touching it. Like, I just, you know, like, I'll leave that, I'll leave that to the, I'll leave that to them. That's not for me. Um, but I do think the concept, like, is cool. Like, I like that they put the liquid in the, in the you, air bubbles. Are you gonna fall? Do you fall? Are you falling for the the blood in the shoe? Oh, I'm. I no, not no, really. <laughs> not buying no. it. I think it's cool. I think like if say they did that same type of concept with a different um, they theme. They did though. They did the holy waters, which was like the same shoe, but they like, did it. Yeah, oh, see, yeah, you see, I can fuck with the see, holy but, waters. But why? Seven, seven, seven? No, they had like a, a Jesus like um, on the cross kind of pendant instead of like the yeah the, instead of the this, this I'm just not I'm not I'm you know I believe um, if you call on it it might happen so I rather just you know like I'm not playing with them things so you're gonna wear the holy waters of the I would hear the holy waters because you know it's holy water I want those blessings you don't think of the devil as blessings but that's just my opinion I don't think like but I feel like you can wear the shoe but it's the energy that goes that comes with the, it that yeah. comes, but it comes day, with it but like if you're wearing a shoe and you don't think of that the bad mind that goes yeah, like, with it if they, did, if they named, like, if they named that wear. shoe something else I think the shoe is dope like you can't go wrong with black and red mm -hmm. you can't really go wrong with black and red right that's true say they weren't 
the Satan shoes. Say they were Devil's Knight or something different. Like say it was something different. I might, I might be, and I'm not paying a thousand bucks for them. That, yeah, I'm not paying a thousand bucks. That's a, but that's a hefty. As a businessman, those shoes. I'm quite sure those shoes are going for something stupid. They sold out in a minute. And, and then if I'm, you think about it, Lil Nas is smart for that. Like at, yeah, controversy sells, right? So like. I remember my mom would always be like, oh, you're buying so much shoes. Like shoes that I've had since I was like 16 right now are worth like stupid money. And I took care of them. So like I sit back and go, shoes are like art. It's an investment you buy. You That's sit another, on it. another like, Toronto thing. What, like, you guys all just have shoes. Just yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, was, uh, everyone is a sneakerhead, but we're not all sneakerheads. There's guys like, I don't consider myself a sneakerhead because I don't know all the names of shoes. I'm like, those are hot. I'm buying them. Yeah. Um, so and you just bought uh what's that pair you got online off so um there's you, a so, you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, the, the, you posted the Saya, the yeah, Saya, so somewhere in america so they're um probably the most inspiring brand that i like i i was following before he had a brand he was just customizing um shoes mm -hmm. Um, and I seen so much of what I was trying to do and what he does. Mm. And it's like seeing where he's come, where he's come from. I go like, yeah, I can, like I it's inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's very inspiring to see like he's built his own community. He's built every, like no sneaker blog, none of that stuff. It's just people that fuck with dope shit, fuck with him and his shit it is, is dope. It is and dope. the shoes were very pricey and the fact that i had to buy them in their state so i had to pay for um uh duty uh, do, oh my god bro it's an extra like two three oh pills. that didn't make me happy i seen the shoes came i was just like what i have to pay how much but now i have a piece of art um i got the jetty the jason versus freddy's and i'm planning to make a custom piece for halloween so my halloween costume is going with those shoes it's based on them and yeah i'm a happy camper so shout out to somewhere in america i think his name is devin carter Devin Carter. Like, that guy is that guy's the goal he is he's yeah. the goal once i saw you post them i went on his page and i was like yeah, he's oh, the goal he fucks with like a lot of men's apparel but then i saw he did like the, he did some he did the women's shoes too like, and like yeah he's the goal he's he's like as a as a inspiring independent brand blah 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 like that's 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 what you're trying to pull off what other what other brands do you fuck with um i tend to stay like isolated in my spot i i mess with some toronto brands that yeah. i really like um so erlu erlu has some really dope stuff um north 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 side of the map um these are all new to me but i'm gonna well, start I'm putting you on i'm putting you on i'm putting, putting you on. on i'm gonna cash start feelings my brother has that. Wait, it's crazy. Feelings? My brother's in Barry and he's wearing that. He's wearing guys. Shout out to the, you know, like, like, you know, like, so I, I do, I do stay in the local, with the local scene. Some guys who are definitely putting this, and there's more that I'm, I'm definitely not, um, shouting out. I apologize for that. It's not on top of my, like, it's just not coming off the top of my head, but no, I think fashion, the fashion game in Toronto is slowly getting to a point where it, there's some, there's some people you should pay attention to. There's, there's artists for sure. Um, now, what do you think about Virgil? He is the type of artist that is very minimal when it comes to his fashion design. What do you think about that kind of specific design? Um, I think Virgil has knocked down a bunch of doors for any black um, right. designer. Like, yeah. like he's not, he's working for Louis, he's Louis Vuitton. Like, he's the top of like, the top. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know much about fashion because I, I will never tell somebody that I am know everything about the fashion mm -hmm. industry. That's not what I am. I stay in my own zone. I design what I would wear and go from there. I'm really in love with fabrics, blah, blah, blah. But what Virgil has done with Off-White and then going to Louis Vuitton, like, um, like him or don't like him, you just have to be inspired by everything that that's going mm -hmm. on. Like those are those are those are goals that 
any designer, white or black, would aspire to. And the fact that he is a black man who doesn't have formal fashion training and all that stuff, it's like he doesn't have any fashion training. I don't. I'm. It's like if if. And again, I don't. I'm not gonna. Don't quote me on this. Yeah. But from the stories I know, is him and Kanye were always trying to figure. When Kanye went on the rant, like you don't have the answers. Like it's them yeah. trying to figure out the fashion industry. Yeah, it's both of them trying to figure out the fashion industry. So as far as formal training goes, I don't think he has formal like school learning all that stuff. Who knows if he can sew? But the fact that he's um, took that um, you know that platform that he had and turned it into what he turned into, kudos to him. Yeah, you know, shout sure. out to him. Shout out to him, and shout out to you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Let's, let's cheers. Let's cheers to that. Time. I'm having fun. This is, what is this? The peaches? Nah, it's the, the double peach. The double peach. The, the double, peach. double peach. The double peach, man. Yo, listen. Crown Royal. All right. Say that. That's all you need us to say. Just the one line? That's yeah, it. Just one line. <laughs> Shout out. No, no, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming here. Um, being in this creative space. You... You're telling me you thank you for coming to my own studio. I've been here. No, but thank I, you for I, coming to my studio. I was going to thank you for letting me use this yeah, space. Shout out to you. Because you transformed this for, for me. Yeah, this I, place does not look like this on a regular on day. A Just papers everywhere, thread. That's what I was rough. thinking. I wanted to come here and be like, okay, you know, put a camera, whatever. Mm. Got a whole production now. We got yeah. these moody lights. Shout out to Skits the, and, um, and and Sean in the background, you know, doing their thing on the camera. Our Savon's in the back. Our Savon is screaming. Man, doing the thing in the back. Thing. Who would have thought? It was uh, it was dope. Erickson in the building. Yeah, this is a this is a great show. No, great production. No, I'm I'm happy you reached out to me to do it. My first podcast. Um, I'm good. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a conversation. Um, you, I think we're having a pretty cool one. Um, yeah. It's flowing got, and got some drinks. The Crown Royal is Crown Royal. Say less. Um, is um, <laughs> is flowing and yeah, we're on the double peaches right now. So tell me a few celebrities. Um, I know you work with Steph Curry. Ah, oh, so like that one was dope. That one was that was dope. So I made um a jacket. I called it the Steph based like now that silhouette is called the Steph. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that a one of one? It isn't a one of one. No? It, so what happened was I made a, so my second, so once my first jacket sold out, I made a next round. But at this point, I was so in love with fabrics, I ended up making a jacket that was stupid expensive because I was just so in love with fabrics. So I, I put lambskin, yeah, there's lambskin, there's a silk, there's a uh, 100% embroidered silk lining. There is Riri zippers all over. There's $90 worth of zippers on it. From That's my cost, that's not even retail cost, that's wholesale price. Um, I, I did a bunch of stuff to that jacket. So it was a pricier jacket. Um, um, his stylist um, seen it and said, oh, this, and it was like um, Golden State color, like Golden State blue. Mm-hmm, yeah. She's like, oh, I need this for him. And yeah, I got it to him. One day, NBA reposted him walking into a game with it. And I was like, that's my jacket! <laughs> you had a moment. I was like, that's my Shit. And again, this is my second. This is 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 my second release. At this point, there, the name was there. So the yeah. first jacket I ever made didn't have a name. It was just so this was already name. fraternity. This was at this point fraternity was there. Mm-hmm. Like imagine releasing and then this happened. Yeah, like, and, what? And it went to, and I'm like, and then I ended up doing um, another jacket for him when All Star Toronto came. Like when All Star mm-hmm. game in Toronto, never got any freaking pictures of that one. But that jacket is stupid fire, mm-hmm. and that was a one one. Okay. That one was a one of one. And they found you what on Instagram or how did they? No, find so his stylist is from Toronto. So his stylist, uh, um, stylist, if I'm not mistaken, is Steph Curry's wife's best friend. Okay. 
Because so she's from Toronto. Yeah, she's from Toronto. So um, yeah, she's seen it, and that's somebody I, I was. We were in a program, and she, she got. We just knew each other, seen it, and said, "Yeah, this has to go to him." And I was like, "Say less. This definitely needs to go to him." And yeah, that's the that's, rest is history. So yeah. that happened. Um, um, I did. I did some stuff with Cardinal Official, Canadian artist. Yeah. Um, the OG. Shout out to Cardinal Official. Um, uh, like as far as notables, those would be the two uh, notable names that are in fraternity. Yeah, that's big. But the Steph Curry one was like, I'm still geek. I still geek out. Of yeah, that. moments. Yeah, it's still yeah. Cool. You know, like when he came and we played Raptors in the finals because you know championship team. I'm gonna keep pulling it back. With the Raptors, right? <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah, when like, I didn't care at the end of the day that Steph Curry was playing the Raptors as long as they didn't win. Raptors have to win. They could have went to seven. The Raptors just had to win. They had to win. They, they shout out to Steph. They did their job. Yeah, shout out to Steph. But, uh, let's do a little quick this or that round. So this or that. I'm going to name some things. You can choose either this one option or the second option. Do I get, do I get a so, gray area? Is it like a in between? If, you just gotta hear it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go through these quick. I got about 10, 12, and you know, let's let's see what you gotta say. Okay. Ankle socks or crew socks? Ankle socks. Polka dots or stripes? Ooh, I gotta get the stripes. You can't have polka dots out here. <laughs> what? Matt be like, oh yeah, polka dots. Now you gotta have stripes. Yeah, you gotta have stripes, man. Only stripes. Right? No polka dots. You mean you don't have no stripes? You got polka dots? That's a that's a this, man. Say so you have polka dots, that means you got no clouds. <laughs> No, no polka dots. No, no polka, polka dots, dots, man. Stripes, man. Stay stripes. Nike's or Adidas? Ooh. Eee. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, ooh. Adidas are dope fashion wise. When mm. you're talking about fashion, like clean silhouettes, Adidas. When you're talking about like that hype beast hair on there, like dope, dope, dope. Nike, like certain shoes. But if I'm going on that fashion, like I need a pair of shoes to go with certain stuff, you, you can't, you can't. Like the Adidas is more- Adidas is more, yeah, Adidas is more of a fashion uh, oriented brand where at, Nike to me is starting to get fashion. They're more athletic brand where yeah. you can get Adidas and still be like, yo, nah, that's clean. Mm -hmm. So like Adidas, yeah, I can't, that's why I said I need a gray area. You need the gray I need the gray area. <laughs> it depends on what I'm buying. Okay. Um, V-neck or crew neck? E, um, crew neck. Okay. Can't be showing the can't be showing the chest hairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime. Hot boy summer. No, no, no. no? no, 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 no. <laughs> Crew neck. Black or white or color? Uh color. Color? Color. I fuck with the black and white, don't get me wrong, but mm -hmm. I throw that. I throw that. I I'll do all black and then my shoes will be some stupid. Oh, you got, you got the highlight piece. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. Um formal or casual? In between. I like that. Like, I you so much no, because like, so like, um, we talked earlier about my style. I would, I describe myself as like a preppy, preppy chic. Like, I'm a prepster. If that's even a word, like, prepster. I'm a prepster. Like, I like, I like Colton. Like, remember Fresh Prince Colton? Mm -hmm. That guy was fly. His dress code was fly. That's you. But I like to mix that with some Jordans mm. or with some, you know, like so, like just mix it up. But I'm you gotta mix it well. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, I will wear. A preppy outfit with throwing some streetwear to add to it. So like, yeah. Okay. I don't know if I answered the question. Did I answer the question. Hey, that, that's it enough out. for me. Uh, leather jacket or denim jacket? Ooh, leather. 
Leather? I don't even think I own a denim jacket. Bro, you're kinky. <laughs> the leather. <laughs> it's kinky, bro. It's Steven time. It's Steven time. But yeah, that, that leather. <laughs> I don't, like, I, I don't even think I own a big, uh, denim jacket, but that's something I'm going to design, though. I, I definitely have more leather jackets in the collection, man. I don't have a denim jacket. Pause. <laughs> okay, extra baggy or extra tight? Uh, I, I don't know about extra tight, but like, you know, I gotta get the... Because now everyone's wearing shit that's really baggy. Yeah, no, that's not for me. Like, I like classic fit. When classic fit means is um, not overly tight and not overly baggy. It is... Like a slim fit. It is slim fit. Like, mm. it fits the body. <laughs> it's the body, man. It's the body. Like I, I can't have no, nah, nah, I can't have the knots on one side of the leg. It's, it's a lot going on. No, gray much. sweatpants, you know, it's a lot going on. Gray sweatpants. You don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No, I really I, don't I know, know. But I hear, I hear, I hear the stories. So you know. Story? Last one. Classy style or street style? Again, this is back to the mixture of both. Like it's a mixture of both. I like to put both together. I like to put together a blazer with some Jordans. I like that. You know, the blazer, I feel like the blazer is like an underrated piece. Oh, that's classic. You, you can't, like, men's fashion is. But even for girls too, like, I love wearing blazers to work because it, like, it makes it just that much. You're sleek. shit. Yeah, yeah, you're shit. Yeah. Like, you put a blazer on, it's like, like, a, a suit is a man is men's lingerie. Mm. Like, no, it's real talk. You put a man in a suit, no matter what he looked like before, you put a man in a suit and. He's the shit at that point. Like it's the laundry. Okay. He's men laundry. So a man in the suit is you can't beat a man in the suit. It is. It's classic. It's, a guy will always look good in a suit. Men's fashion is very uh, classic. Like yes, there's some silhouettes that might have changed, but for mm-hmm. the most part, men's fashion is the same. Might add a couple lines here and there, but nothing really changes that much for men. Women, there's a lot going on. There's a lot. It's a lot going on. And it's annoying because every store has a different size. So I can go to one store, I'm a large, the store, like... And that's what I had to learn because I was trying to make, I'm trying to make these leggings to fit most. And then I had to learn that there's no such thing as most because women come in so many different shapes. Like, it's a beautiful thing. There's a lot going on. And I had to figure that out and learn it. So I had to be like, all right, cool. Like you might be a medium in that brand, but you might be a small in my brand. It's, yeah, it is what it is. just little tweaks and changes. It is what it is. Uh, no, that's dope. Have you heard of Horrible Decisions? That's a, a podcast? No, I'll definitely make that. I haven't made Horrible Decisions it's, though. It's two girls, but they spell it like whore. Like horrible <laughs> decisions. But I haven't made horrible decisions. Most of my sexual decisions have been pretty. Have been good decisions? Been yeah. pretty on point. I've made some sus decisions. I've made some sus decisions. Well, you, made, you made some bad decisions? <laughs> I, think girls, I think girls regret their decisions more than men. A hundred percent. I think girls regret their decisions more. Like a man would be like, eh. I but a guy, a guy, a guy, a guy could just be like, eh. Right? Yeah, but then when a girl there's like oh, fuck. That's mileage. I waste yeah, that like, I waste up a body and I'd be like, eh. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking I just added to my numbers. Or we just or we just say that doesn't count. <laughs> I have I know guys who say it doesn't count, but yo, it counts. Like, no, it doesn't count. Like, yo, Why? Yo, it counts if they come. Like, yo, like, no, they'll be like, yo, I only got two strokes. I'm like, yo, you, you penetrated. That's all that's that like, counts. You just didn't do it. I'm like, you just didn't do a really good job. <laughs> In her books, you suck. <laughs> Imagine being like no one for that guy that was hey, the, you got two pumps? The two pumps and you're out. Oh, it's like, you should have just finished. <laughs> you should at least got ten. <laughs> 
So, what made you what made you pick painting as your medium? Like, I picked fabric as my medium. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you pick um, a canvas and and paint with a brush? So, I uh, I feel like it chose me because when I was four or five, I started painting. Obviously, like elementary school, you do little arts and crafts kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that um, I have a photo of when I was younger. It's everyone has like their painting hung up and you just see like blobs and stuff and then you see my painting it so was you like, stood out it was actually like a rabbit because at that time i had like a, a bunny backpack mm-hmm. so then my mom was like oh shit like this kid actually like drew something and like painted something and these kids did like little blobs <laughs> they scribble art <laughs> yeah they just did like this trash <laughs> so my mom gave me like an actual easel and painting so and she paint. noticed she's like she's yeah the she like, saw yeah, that let me, let me invest in this for now so she gave me all the paint stuff and then as I got older I think it was um, grade 5 to grade 8 like I was just drawing anime characters like I got into like Dragon Ball Z I got into One Piece got into Inuyasha and like back in the day Dragon Ball Z had like those um, how to draw art books so it was just like step 1 draw a circle Mm. step 2 draw so like I would like it was teaching me so I'm like practicing obviously it wasn't painting but like drawing and painting were kind of my main things so i got into that um and then i started like creating characters for like my classmates and i give them to them and then i was just like okay like i'm making these things for these people like there's a demand for what i'm doing and like i can make a profit out of it so i was just like okay maybe i can do a business out of it and i enjoy doing it so then later on um Obviously, in high school, I took mostly art classes. Um, And then uh, college, I went to fine art school where we did print making, sculpture, painting and drawing. So painting and drawing were my like top two. Um, That didn't work out. I graduated and then went to fashion. I told you I (laughs) fucking I failed at sewing and a lot of the courses were art based so it was like art history but it was just like the fashion sense of it Um, then got into graphic design because I felt like that was more of um, an industry where I could make more of a living in a sense rather than just selling paintings um, where I can get more steady income Um, so I did that bread and butter yeah so I kind of left, not left painting, but um, kind of was in the back burner and then kind of focused more on graphic design. So now I do more like social media. I do a lot of branding, like anyone that starts a business, um, holla at me. <laughs> anyone starting a business, uh, I'll do like their logo, I'll do like their colors, like I'll come up with like some sort of package. a whole concept or package where I can like give that to them and that's they already have everything established. So I've kind of leaned towards that. And now I'm at a point where I do a little bit of both and now I'm learning more podcasting <laughs> and now I'm here. And now <laughs> so, you're here. Yeah, now Thank here. you for having me. I'm, I'm having the time of my life. Crown Royal has made this amazing. <laughs> you're know. not even saying me. Thanks to Crown <laughs> no, Royal. No, I, I, like, no, no, you. <laughs> 
I'm drunk. If you haven't noticed, um, <laughs> this, took a super this bottle probably started around here. This took a wait, super wait, can you guys see it started around here and it's gotten down to here? It's the double peaches. It's the double peaches. So, but you know, I I enjoyed the conversation we had. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think I had good. I thank you for letting me host for the end of it. Yeah, asking you, you, you hosted the space and you know, I so, hosted you. you. know, we had to we had to swap. You know, yeah. swap a little swap a little bit of our um, creative stuff. And yeah. you know, thank you for coming. Make the magic. I, I, you're probably supposed to be telling me yeah, thank yeah. you you do your no. thing <laughs> I, i'm sorry fred that i took over no i apologize so um let's just wrap this up where can people find you um plug yourself tell me about where your social media all that fun stuff um so social media we got j business j underscore business b-i-z-n-e-s-s that's the personal at uh, fraternity brand is the business brand um yeah that's i have twitter and all that stuff i don't really use it so no we just focus on the instagram for now we'll figure out the other social medias eventually yeah, yeah. but yeah that's where you find me and and the website is www there's three w's <laughs> this guy forgot that fraternitybrand.ca Dope. Yeah, and you can find it all, man. Um, Gary track set coming soon. Milani, um, no, no, Sage track set coming soon, and Gary track set coming soon. Gary's tracksuit is named after one of my childhood friends, mm-hmm. and the Sage is named after my first niece. So you know, go cop that, man. So, thank you for having uh, me and incredible. Hold on, Oh shit. Anyways, oh, you're done. Yeah, I'm done. I'll say that's That's a wrap. (laughs) We're out of here. It's a wrap. (laughs) I don't know if we're supposed to cheers on empty cups, but it's a wrap. Done. Thanks. Peace.